Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 227 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie's going to give us an update on Caroline's college plans. We're going to talk about Alex turning 18, 18, and it's my turn to share five favorites. So, lots of fun in store. As always, we would love for you to stop by our Amazon shop. It's where We put a lot of the stuff that we talk about and stuff that we love, and you can find all that at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. Alrighty, hope y'all enjoy episode 227. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And I would like to kick us off by talking about Mississippi State baseball, please. No, I'm so shocked. I'm, this is, <laughs> I find this shocking. Here's here's all I want to say. Here's This is it. Is that we won in another walk-off situation this past Saturday. That's and delightful. It's delightful. And even though you think, well, I mean, wouldn't it be nice to like wrap up the games around the fourth inning and just kind of coast? There's a time and a place for that, for sure. But we were facing, we were playing Eastern Michigan. Their mm-hmm. ace was pitching on Saturday. Yeah. We couldn't get anything going. And then we're down one nothing in, at the top of the ninth or the God. bottom of the ninth. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we end up winning. It's crazy. It's, it's uh, here's what here's what I'm gonna say about that. I think that there's a whole thing that happens with teams where when and I listen, this this whole thing could turn on a dime, right? Yeah. Like tomorrow night. But there's that, listen, this, isn't that this whole thing could turn on a dime? I feel like that's <laughs> the the motto of A and M fans and Mississippi State fans. It everywhere. really is. Like listen, I'm gonna guard my heart because this whole thing could turn at any moment. It could. It could. So you have, that's the whole thing is you have to, you have to, you have to rejoice while mm-hmm. there's rejoicing, right? Like yep. you gotta, yeah, you gotta, for sure. you gotta live in the moment because you just don't know. But I mm-hmm. think when you learn that you can come from behind, that you're yes. really never out yes. and that bears out over and over and over again, I just yep. think that's a good indicator for how competitive you, you'll you're almost conditioned to be as the season goes on. Yes. Yes. I totally agree with that. I think the team sometimes it's not the teams that are the most talented. It's the ones that dig in and find a way to win. It's like, grit. It's grit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It is. And I think that, that becomes, that becomes the key is mm-hmm. like, can you find a way to win every time? And I, that to me is the, it's the intangible that you can't, coach or train it's just the heart of what a team is I I trust that you have made notes as you have said that so you can that can be your thing tomorrow with Caroline's soccer game you can oh don't think that's where exactly where it came from it's because that's been my whole thing all season is like what it is because I mean her team I look at them and they are not necessarily they're talented but they're not the most talented team out there but they continue to find ways to win <laughs> you know a lot of games or at least come close or whatever and I'm like this is what's going to get you through playoffs that's like right. y'all, y'all figured out a way to win and so I think that's important I will also say the Aggie baseball team has found a way to win we're on a really good streak love it but I'm going to tell you that starting this Thursday is when we're at Florida so sorry 
There again, this whole thing could turn on a dime. I really hope it doesn't. But I mean, that's going to be a formidable opponent. Oh, no doubt. Well, I mean, the top Mm -hmm. five in the country right now are SEC schools. Yeah. And I looked at our baseball schedule. Alex and I are going in a couple of weeks for just like a one game. But I looked at our baseball schedule and I was like, well, this is going to be intense between. Yeah. I mean, it's always loaded, but it feels a little extra loaded this year. So, yeah, but it'll be fun. It'll be great. It'll be. Listen, it'll be fun. It'll be it's loaded with talent. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, there isn't going to be an easy game from here on out for the most part, but it'll be fun to watch. So I'm enjoying it. I just. I don't know. Sometimes you get a mix of personalities on a team where you're just like, I love cheering for these kids. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this team is really fun to cheer for because there's, you can just tell they're all so individually competitive. Yeah. And it's fun to watch. Yeah. Well, and I think there's an appreciation. They, they lost their season last year. So yeah. I feel like across the board, there's this appreciation for their sport because they didn't get to do it last year. So I feel like everybody's come out a little on fire, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. I do too. makes me happy it's good Mm -hmm. yeah that's really good hey it's me here to talk about KiwiCo it's so funny to me how different things from childhood shape who we become I always say that my love of writing came after I wrote a short story in fourth grade that made my whole class laugh and I had this moment of oh I can do that when I write and my love of beauty products and fashion comes from the hours I spent in my grandmother's bathroom and closet looking through all her stuff We all have memories and experiences from childhood that shape who we are today. And with the KiwiCo subscription, you and your child get everything needed to create unforgettable moments shipped right to your door. KiwiCo's fun and innovative crates provide engaging science and art projects for kids of all ages, for trailblazing toddlers to more experienced explorers and every stage in between. Most recently, we received a kit to make an electric pencil sharpener. Caroline has always loved building things and figuring out how things work. She clearly gets that from her dad. And so she loves any type of project that requires assembling things and learning how the parts work and how they all go together. Your child can get super cool, hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. This would be such a great thing to put in their Easter basket. KiwiCo takes exploration to new heights from sailing the solar system, harnessing a hydraulic claw, playing pinball, conducting colorful chemistry, and so much more. And the crates are so cute that it's just as exciting as receiving it. You can encourage your kids to be innovators and creative thinkers because they won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo. With different crates for kids of all ages, there is something for every kid on your list. There's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. You can get 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BIGBOO at KiwiCo.com. That's 30% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code BIGBOO. So what about y'all? What's going on with soccer? We, well, we, so we have our, what I guess is going to be our last regular season game Tuesday night. So we're recording this on Monday. So Tuesday night, which is actually an away game because we were supposed to have our last home game on Friday against Seguin. And we just found out that Seguin has forfeited. Oh no. So yeah, they just said, no, thank you. So I'm so glad because that was a game that we had originally scheduled to do senior night on our last home game. And I'm so glad we didn't because that would have been real depressing to be like, well, there's no game that right. just came out on the field. So anyway, they just forfeited. But Caroline, so we played, we had a game. So our spring break was last week. And so she ended up having a game on Friday morning. Um, and she did great. It was a great game. They won. But she did something. She strained a tendon on her foot. Oh, no. So we have been, listen. Caroline's my, feet, my, her ankles. The feet. Listen. I mean, I feel like. Bless her. The ankles, the ice, the anti-inflammatory I mean like we've been laughing because she's like here let me just go put on my arthritis cream Mm -hmm. again at 17 years old I mean she's missing a toenail at this point I'm like those feet we're gonna need to do some extensive rehab so we've been icing it so it feels better today we're actually going back to the doctor to get it checked out tomorrow so she may or may not play tomorrow night just because um then starting the next week they go into playoffs and so I'm like we don't need to we don't need to win this game to be in playoffs so I'm like let's not risk hurting the foot um, when you could have two weeks, you know, mm-hmm. essentially two weeks off and get to rest. So she's not necessarily a fan of that opinion, but that is her mother's opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 
anyway, so that was it. So we spent a lot of time this weekend with ice and anti-inflammatories and, you know, all the stuff that we do. Bless her heart. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Listen, it's, she said the other day, she said, you know, she said, it's really been probably four years since I've played soccer without being pain. And I was like, that sounds delightful. That sounds, <laughs> sounds great. Did, did you give her a good, like, encouraging speech about how her character's been forged and the that, fire oh, and all that? You know, I did. I okay. said, it's this kind of adversity that's going to get you through. Like, this is, <laughs> this is taught you, this translates to bigger and better things in life. You've learned that you don't quit. You've learned that you persevere. That's right. You get through the pain. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and now she's talking about when soccer's over that she may take up jujitsu. So in the whole scheme of things, she's serious? got a, Yes, that's what she's decided she thinks she okay. wants to do. Good for her. Listen. Good for I her. I know. That's what she thinks she wants to do. So we're going to, so next thing you know, I may be like, hey, I got to go. I got a jujitsu tournament to get to. You may be. Listen. Be. It's a whole thing. I bet she'll be great so, at it. Yeah, she's always, you know, she likes to fight. So sure. that's. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there is a thing that is a mom who's about to send her daughter off to college. I mean, Perry and I are in full support of it because it's it's a it's ultimately self-defense. Yeah. So we're like it's a great way to know how to kind of take care of yourself. So it's not it's not a bad thing to do. It just has made me laugh that we're going to we're, we're quitting soccer because of the pain and we're going to take up fighting instead. <laughs> Well, I wonder if she'll, well, you think she'll compete or do you think she'll just learn the the art of jujitsu? You know, I don't know. I mean, right now just learning, but she's such a competitor mm-hmm. that it wouldn't surprise me if she decided that really the definitive way to be good at something is to be able to beat some people. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. So we wrapped up our spring break and just kind of low key. And then the worst, because I feel like in years past, daylight savings time happened when we were starting spring break. Mm-hmm. But to have daylight savings time start as your ending spring break feels like the cruelest of all jokes. When are, when are we going to stop this charade? It's so stupid. It's so <laughs> dumb. I mean, it makes no sense. Like, what are we doing? We're not conserving our candle wax. We're not trying to worry about what time we're going to get our crops in. There's no reason to change our time. It's the dumbest thing that we, well, not the dumbest thing we do, because there's so many dumb yeah, things. There's a lot of dumb one things. Of, mm-hmm. It's one of the dumbest. Well, I will say what was so weird about it is I was fine waking up. Sunday morning and all that kind of stuff. Uh But this morning I woke up like at five, which is really like four. And I was wide awake and I was like, well, this does not even make sense. Like I just, I don't even understand it, but I'm going to tell you what I do. Like I like these longer days, you know, I I like the, but but then also yesterday I felt like the day lasted for, I don't know, 71, 72 hours. Like it it just, like I couldn't figure out when, when am I, when am I supposed to start winding down? I couldn't get my rhythm in the day at all, but I'll, I'll figure it out at some point. No. It takes me about a month of daylight savings time before I'm like, oh, it's 830 and we haven't eaten dinner. Right. Like I, just, I count on the on dusk to signal that That's time to it. start cooking dinner. Yes. And so last night it was that whole thing of Perry, like he came in and he's like, hey, I'm going to go hop in the shower. And I was like, why? And I was like, oh, because it's 645 at night. That's why. Like he's he's done with his day. But To me, I thought it was still like four o'clock in the afternoon. Hey y'all, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about my favorite obsession, Best Fiends, because sometimes in the year 2021, my brain just needs a break. I need to do something that gets my mind off of all the stresses of life. And a few weeks ago, when the weather tried to kill us in Texas, I spent so much time inside playing Best Fiends to keep my mind off the stress of worrying, are our pipes about to burst? Is our power gonna stay on? Are all our plants in our yard going to die? The answer to that last one is yes, they are. They're all going to die. But when I need to wind down, I love to play a few levels in Best Fiends, the five-star rated mobile puzzle game. I love playing Best Fiends at night, and I've told y'all this because it's a great way to get Caroline to talk to me about her life. And if I act like I'm not paying 100% attention, she tells me so much more. So I sit there and I clear a few levels in Best Fiends, and she talks and tells me about her life. That's a free parenting tip. I'm currently on level 590. I'm so close to 600, and I feel absurdly proud of myself. There's nothing as satisfying as moving to the next level and feeling like I've accomplished something while relaxing at the same time. It's basically my version of Needlepoint. If you can say a game is your hobby, I would say Best Fiends is my hobby. It's such a great way to pass time when you're bored, when you're waiting on hold for the cable company that I just had to call and cancel, when you're sitting in a doctor's office, or whenever you need a quick brain break. 
It's free to download, which is the best. And when Best Fiends says the fun never ends, that is not an exaggeration, y'all. There are 5,000 levels and counting. So there's always another update. There's more levels, fun changes to the game. I love it. You can download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Thanks, Best Fiends, for sponsoring the Big Boo Cast. Um, now, there's a thing that I started watching a couple of weeks ago that I totally forgot to mention last week. And I watched the second oh. episode on Friday. Mm-hmm. And that is on the new Paramount Plus, which used to be CBS All Access. Um, there is the real world homecoming with the oh. original cast of the real world, which I don't know how you walked through this when <laughs> you were in college. Mm-hmm. But I, when, I mean, like when I hear those voices start to say, like, this is the story of seven strangers picked to live in a loft. I am back on University Drive in Starkville, yes. Mississippi. Like, it takes me right back because I watched those episodes over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was a staple. It was a college staple. Oh, so they're, they're back and they're in the same loft and they're our age, you know. Oh my God. Well, yeah. <laughs> so they've got their arthritis cream is what so, you're telling me. So, you know, everybody's got gray hair and mm-hmm. crow's feet and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I have, I've loved seeing them again. Like I, you know, it's just like they were such a part of of my college life that it's so neat to just hear their voices and to see yeah. them again. And I, I don't know. I've 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 loved it. Now the language is terrible because they don't bleep out on Paramount Plus what they would have bleeped okay. out on MTV back in the day. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you that Heather B, who. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, was in the original cast or else she wouldn't be yes. on it. And now I don't know. Heather's in her 40s, I guess, um, is such a delight. Like, she, like, I forgot how much I adore her personality until I, yes. I saw her again. And then, you know, Julie lives here in Birmingham, but I do not I do not know her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. It's just been fun to to okay. see them again. I enjoyed it. This, okay. I see, so I've just seen two episodes. Again, the language is terrible. I just want to reinforce yes. that. But it's just neat to see who everybody grew up to be. Okay, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So it comes on, it's a weekly deal is yeah. what you're telling me? Yeah, it comes on Paramount Plus, but they didn't release them all at once. And I was really disappointed in that because I settled in weekend before last mm-hmm. thinking I was about to have me a marathon. Yes, I hate that. And I just got one episode. But um, okay. But anyway, I, I'm so happy to be in their company again. And it's so weird to see them because you get glimpses still, just like you do with, with your friends you've known forever. You get yeah. glimpses of, of what they used to look like. And then, you know, you kind of see them full frame and you're like, well, you're and now you're someone's mom. So yeah, that's right. Now you're someone's right. dad. Yeah, it's very strange, isn't it? How mm-hmm. that happens. It does. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, I had started, I've been watching, I think I mentioned it last week. I started watching um, Firefly Lane, mm-hmm. which um, people had told me, and I'm now almost done with it. I think I have two episodes left. And here is what I'm going to tell you. Overall, it's fine. Like it sucks you in. Okay. Like I, I mean, I can't, I can't quit watching it because I kind of want to see what happens. I'm going to say one thing. I don't remember Katherine Heigl bugging me this much when she was on Grey's Anatomy. Really? I, there, there's something about her. Like I don't know if it's the character she's playing, who was kind of supposed to be obnoxious and over the top, or if she is just obnoxious and over the top. But I feel like she maybe overacts. I can't decide. Okay. Like I don't. I don't think the acting is great necessarily Okay. in it. Um, and I haven't read the book Firefly Lane, so I don't know how closely it sticks with the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good. But like I last night, I think I was watching episode eight and I thought, I think at this point, every, y'all are all exhausting me. I'm exhausted. Yes. Like I'm, I'm tired. Like it's the character that, that uh, Catherine Heigl plays is named Tully Hart. And I'm like, Tully, you're a drag. I'm sorry, but you're exhausting <laughs> as a friend. Like I'm exhausted just watching you as a friend, um, which I think maybe is what it's supposed to be. Um, but like Gully started watching it and she was like, I thought this was a story about like two really good friends. And she said, but I can't decide if they're actually nice to each other or not. And I was like, that's it. Is It's like at times, but then I'm like, then they're, it feels, I don't know. So all, all that to say, it's been a fine 
use of my time, mm-hmm. but I'll be ready for it to be over because last night I thought I'm so tired. Like I need y'all <laughs> to come to some sort of resolution. I need everybody to find some peace, but they leave like these little kind of cliffhangers in each episode where it's just enough where you're like, well, now I got it because I have to know how it ends. Okay. So you can't um, just walk away is what you're saying. No, I can't walk away. And and it's, it's fine. But it's like, it's edgier than like a Sweet Magnolias, but it's kind of acting wise, kind of in that same line. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's been fine. But I would be interested to know, not enough to actually read the book at this point, mm-hmm. because I'm like, I don't, but I would be interested to know if it's really like the book at all. Because um, it's a lot of back and forth and moving back between decades. And I don't know. It's just, it's made me feel tired. I was going to say, it doesn't sound like it's been your favorite. No, I don't, but, but I, yet I like it. Okay. Like I can't, I'm interested in how it ends, but I think it's dragged like really last night when I was like, there are 10 episodes to this. Cause it feels like y'all could have wrapped this up in six. Like, okay. uh, you know, and normally with a show, sometimes you wish that there were more episodes. Yeah. I mean, that's usually a good sign. If you wish it would, it would come back around. Hey y'all, it's me taking a quick break to tell you about Rothy's. You could make your mark in the new year with comfortable, washable, and sustainable shoes and bags from Rothy's. Rothy's makes stylish, sustainable shoes and bags. They're carefully crafted with eco-friendly materials like repurposed plastic water bottles and marine plastic. And here's the thing, they are so incredibly comfortable with zero break-in period thanks to their seamlessly knit-to-shape design. With so many chic styles to choose from, Rothy's shoes are the perfect way to step into a new year. I recently got the flats in green botanic camo. I was so hesitant to get a flat because I have rarely found a flat that fits comfortably and actually looks cute. And now that the weather has finally warmed up, I've started wearing them. I cannot believe how much I love them. They're the first flats that I've actually liked since a pair of silver penny loafers I had back in 1988. They're so comfortable, I can wear them all day long. They check all the boxes. As soon as I put them on, I'm like, this is like Cinderella. It's a perfect fit. Rothy's are available in a range of styles and come in such an array of colors. There's prints, there's patterns, there's a cute cheetah print, there's a taupe camo that I'm eyeing next. Oh, and there's some yellow candy stripe sneakers that would be so cute for spring and summer. Rothy's shoes are knit with thread made from plastic water bottles, so they're ultra comfortable as soon as you slip them on. I didn't believe it until I tried it. There's zero break-in period. Plus, Rothy's comes with free shipping and free returns on eligible items. Another huge bonus, they're fully machine washable. What? That doesn't even make sense. You simply toss them in the washing machine whenever they need a refresh and they come out smelling good and they're clean. I wish all my shoes did this. From Rothy's innovative manufacturing methods to their planet-friendly materials, they consider sustainability every step of the way. You will love Rothy's. Check out all their amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash bigboo. That's rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash bigboo. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. I have no doubt. Head to rothys.com slash bigboo today. I will say, I had a conversation yesterday where I was like, I wish they, there, there could be a second season of WandaVision. But okay, which I had the nerdiest yesterday morning before church started, and I'm not going to even explain it. I don't. Maybe I'll write about it at some point. I had the nerdiest epiphany, uh, uh, like about how I see a critical piece of Wandavision, how I can look at my own life and see how that has played out over the course mm-hmm. of the last say 20 years, um, and and I felt I don't know. I I mean I was grateful for the epiphany, but I thought who would have thought. I would have that the 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 impetus for this would have been a Marvel character, um, but here we are. So yeah. anyway, but I would love for there to be a second season of it. I just don't think it there will be. I don't think it works with the, you know. Oh, okay. The way so it's not a second season kind of show. No, I don't think it is. I, okay. People have tried to explain to me why it's not, and I'll just take their mm-hmm. word for it. Like it's got something to do with the way they set up what movie comes out next. Okay, and. I don't know, but apparently it, it wouldn't work with the Marvel Universe for there to be a second season of WandaVision, so. Okay, well, in the Marvel Universe, so this is funny because I had told Perry, like, last week, I said, hey, you know a show that I think we may want to watch together because you don't always love when we can find a show, and mm-hmm. it's so rare, and I said, I think WandaVision, and he was like, I don't care about that, he's <laughs> like, I don't care about the Marvel Universe, I don't care about any of that, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to tell you what was on our TV last night, blaring at volume 72, was Adventures Endgame. So I'm like, and he watched he the whole thing. He does care. 
Yes. I'm like, well, then why are we watching this if we don't care about WandaVision? I don't understand. Maybe he so, filed I mean, it away in the back of his head and he was like, okay, maybe I'll watch WandaVision. Because Endgame was one of the ones that Alex got me to watch before I watched. I mean, before. Yeah. After I'd started watching WandaVision, but didn't understand anything. So. I know. Well, and we've seen Endgame mm-hmm. because we went and watched it as a family. Because I remember sitting in the movie theater vividly back in pre-pandemic days going, I don't understand this movie and what's <laughs> happening and why everybody's <laughs> turning into a million pieces. Right. So, I don't, you know, so I felt like I was really going to stretch myself and be like, let's watch WandaVision. And then nobody really cared. So I'm going to have to revisit that because I'm like, God, we need a show to watch. Mm-hmm. There's not much. I, I feel like... I feel this way about music right now, too. I'm just, I've been trying to put together a March playlist, Mm -hmm. but there's not a whole lot of new stuff from the people that I typically listen to. You know, I feel like that's where not everybody has had a Taylor Swift response in the pandemic. So no, there's just, Mm -mm. there's not as much to, to listen to. Hey, it's me here to take a quick break to tell you about Third Love. Third Love bras are amazing. They're designed for your perfect fit. Third Love uses the measurements of millions of women to design bras with all day comfort and support. They have a perfect fit promise. They stand behind their products and if you don't love it, exchanges and returns are free for 60 days. And they have more than 80 sizes. Every Third Love bra is made with signature memory foam cups, no slip straps, and a scratch-free band. That may be my favorite part. From cups AA to I, including half cups and bands from 30 to 48, there is truly a size for everyone. So you go on and you take this fitting room quiz. It's easy, it's quick, it's fun. It's interactive and it focuses on your size, your breast shape, your current fit issues, and your personal style to deliver bras and underwear that are perfect for you. And throughout the whole thing, there's fit stylists that are available for one-on-one chats to answer any of your questions. To me, it's so much better than a traditional bra fitting experience because this one you do from the comfort and convenience of your own home, which is how I prefer to do everything. When I got my bra in, I couldn't believe how well it fit and how comfortable it was. That's something that I've really never said about a bra before. And they stand behind their products. If you don't love it, exchanges and returns are free. Third Love creates better bras that focus on what matters, keeping you comfortable. That is my number one priority these days. And there's the new lounge by Third Love. It's made to wear everywhere. Their luxe mix and match styles are your unofficial uniform for anything you feel like doing. Working from home, lounging, running errands. It's premium cotton fabrics and drapey easy fit knits and wovens available in sizes XS through 3X. All with the quality and fit Third Love is known for. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering Big Boo listeners 20% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash bigboo now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash bigboo for 20% off today. I know you'll love Third Love as much as we do. Now you mentioned, I feel like, was it last week you mentioned that Caroline had found somebody to room with at a Yes. Yes, yes. So, 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 so what's next in those preparations? Well, let me tell you what's next. So we officially, so I guess phase three opened up of housing, which is where you put your roommate preference. So she and this girl that she are going to live with, they put each other down. So that part's done. Okay. Now we wait until May when they open it up according to the timestamp of when you mm-hmm. got in, you get to choose your dorm. So we don't know for sure what dorm she's going to get. Um, so we kind of have them listed and listen, I've compiled a list of the order in which she probably wants them based on my research and uh-huh. location uh-huh. where she wants to be. But I'm going to tell you that she started showing me pictures. She and this girl have sent back and forth to each other about their dorm room and how they want to decorate and like what they want it to look like. I'm going to tell you that apparently the way I'm coping with becoming an empty nester is that I have created mood boards, multiple <laughs> mood boards online. <laughs> You um, like Pinterest? How are you making mood boards? Oh no, I googled how do you make a mood board online, and so I'm on Canva, okay. and I can't even tell you. This is something like would this have benefited me with like Fashion Friday and all this stuff I've done all these years to know how to do a mood board? Sure, it would have. That would have been a great skill. You know what has made me do it? Thinking about decorating a dorm room. Okay. And like, and Caroline comes in, and I'm so excited. I'm like, look at this one I did. I call this one Western Boho Chic. Uh-huh. Like, and I have it with the whole thing and she's like that's good mom and I'm like she doesn't she doesn't care but it's like it's the mm-hmm. way like I was in Target today and I was walking around going what do I think is the best underbed storage <laughs> like 
we need to figure out a way that it's going to look good and be practical. I can already tell this is going to be a whole thing for this me. Is, and- listen, <laughs> this is your the Fiesta box thing. It is. This is that, but just, but just 2.0. This is the new version. And like, I was looking at floor lamps because I was like, you're not going to just want those overhead fluorescent lamps. You're going to need a floor lamp to set the mood. We're going to need some sort of a futon thing. We need a, we need a rug. What do we do about curtains? Like, I'm just shy of like contacting somebody at A&M going, can I please come in and measure these different dorm rooms so that I know what our curtain situation is going to be? Like, I can already tell I'm going to go down a whole thing. Now, let me ask you, and this is a, this is a, a delicate subject because uh-huh. But there, there's a, a place here where you can go and they will help you put your dorm room together. And yes. they have all your measurements of all your various dorms at wow. Auburn and at Alabama and all that. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but I feel like what you're saying is this is really something you want to tackle on your own. Yeah, it is. And see, and then that I'm like, well, that feels over the top to hire somebody to help. You know what I mean? I, like, I think it is. I'm just saying that's not stopping anybody. No, well, no. And I get it. I mean, because if you I mean, all you have to do is go on Pinterest and Google Ole Miss dorm rooms and you're going to see rooms that look better than my current bedroom does. You know, like, listen, it's a whole my, thing. My friend Stephanie, who I went to state with, not my not my friend Stephanie here in Birmingham, but another Stephanie mm-hmm. started a Facebook group because she used to always post like the highlights of Mississippi dorm rooms because uh-huh. they don't play. No. And so she actually started a Facebook page that has a few thousand members now, and it's called dorm rooms of Mississippi and beyond oh, and, right now. And, and people you can go and you can join the page and then you can see pictures of what they've done at state, Ole Miss, USM, different places. And then you can, like, if you have a question, like, I've seen even people ask, like, where did where did you get that headboard? Mm-hmm. And they'll Hi. talk about how they did it. And then some people will come on and say, like, I'm really proud of myself because I did this. Like, I was I was really I tried to be super thrifty as I put this room together mm-hmm. and then they source it out. And it's fascinating. OK, well, it's a whole I didn't know. I mean, it's like a whole industry now because mm-hmm. and, and and here's one of my problems is both of the dorms, either dorm option that she chooses, they kind of have this the furniture that you get like some dorms you look and they've got better. But theirs is like a it's like a stained paneled wood color. You know what I mean? Okay. Which which I, part of me is like, I really wish we could paint that white, <laughs> but that's that's not going to really be an option. So anyway, that I feel like kind of limits. And then I kept, I was showing her, I said, look, I like the beds that have the long skirts that cover. And she was like, no, I'm just going to loft my bed and put my desk under it. So, you know, I'm going to have to let her be like, mm-hmm. it's going to have to be this whole, she's not going to let me create an Ole Miss dorm room. I'm just saying that for me, it has become apparently my new hobby. And it's where I'm channeling my empty nester angst mm-hmm. is like, by Googling what kind of vacuum is going to be the best for her to have in her right, dorm room. Right. What are mm-hmm. our underbed storage options? Going to IKEA, looking at do we want some sort of nightstand situation with storage? I'm just it's it's where my it's where all my energy is going right now. Well, you know, you cope everybody copes in their own way. And that's it. this is this is a way to cope and be productive. So I say brava. Yeah, that's it. So and I laughed because I texted Gully and I said, apparently I'm coping by looking at dorm, making mood boards for dorm rooms. And I said, and Caroline doesn't really even care. And Gully was like, oh, I'll look at them and be so excited. That's that's all we need. You can sit and tell me how cute they would be. So anyway, that, that is that. So I've spent some time doing that and it is a rabbit hole. Now, have they talked about, do they know what kind of bedspreads they want? Have they talked about that at all? Yeah. So they have kind of looked at that. So of course, the one that they're looking at is from Urban. Okay. Urban. Uh, That's from Urban. Urban. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So because Caroline has felt strongly and apparently this girl does too, they don't want a white bedspread, which I actually agree with because I think the white looks so pretty, but I'm like, you spend so much time sitting on your bed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, you're not going to want to have to pull off and wash a duvet once a week. Like, you know, so um, I do like that we've decided to maybe go with a color mm-hmm. of some sort. So I don't know. So we'll see. We'll we'll see. I'll let you know how the mood boards go. Just know that I was at Target today looking at underbed storage and plants, <laughs> faux plants, because we want a lot of greenery. <laughs> oh, it makes me happy. Well, yeah. in, in other news, in terms of, um, my goodness, our kids are getting old. Yes. Alex turned 18 yesterday. Eight, I cannot deal. 18 years old. He is 18 <sighs> years old. 
He's a man. I mean, he's a man. He is. That's crazy. That is crazy. And when you post it on Instagram, anytime you show a picture of baby toddler Alex with those blue <laughs> eyes, it just kills me. It kills me because he looks like a little movie baby. Oh. Like he's just, oh my gosh. And here he is, just a grown up. He's just a grown up. And so he's 18. Um, <sighs> that's so weird. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. This is maybe the first one. Like 16 felt old because of the driver's license. And then 17, you're like, oh, that's pretty close to 18. But 18 is real close to 20, you know? So I don't know. But it, it's it's sure been fun. And so he's got, he's living his best life this week because their spring musical is this week. And he did that this spring instead of lacrosse and um, has had a blast, has loved it so much. And so we can't wait to to see all that in action. There's a ton okay. of kids who were doing the musical. And um, anyway, it's going to be super fun. So yeah. he has dress rehearsal feels, tonight. It feels like a lot. It's like you had college visit one week, turning 18 the next week. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's just, God, it's crazy. It's I just saw a mom that I know just kind of casually when I was in Target earlier. And she was like, is your daughter a senior this year? And I was like, she is. And she goes, oh, and I said, now, how old's your oldest? And she said, seventh grade. And she said, I can't believe it. And I want to say, sister, you better hold on because right. you have no idea. Like, you hate to be that mom. And I really try not to be. But I'm like, oh, no, it goes so fast. It's about to fly. As soon as you hit yeah. the, the junior high part or the middle school, whichever you call it. Yeah, it goes so so fast. So yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know. I told David last week. I can't remember what it was. Oh, he was applying for something, and he but he knew. That, I mean, they were in like rehearsals every night, and he had a lot going on with school. And so every day, it was like he had something different he wanted to get done for this application uh-huh. he was filling out. And I was like, I think he, I think he can be okay going to college. Yeah. Like, I mean, in terms of like, I think he can. You know, he can understand a schedule and get up in time and yes. and prioritize what needs to get done. But it's weird how that happens because it's, um, it sneaks up on you, you know, yeah, how they can take care of their business. It does. And because, because I think a lot of times when they know you're here to do it, they won't take care of their business because they mm-hmm. know that you will like, um, in fact, I was telling some friends this week, I said, I hope Caroline isn't a messy roommate because the way she leaves her room or whatever. And Perry said, that's because she knows that eventually you're going to break and go in there and clean the floor. <laughs> like, you, yeah, like, you can't help it. Like it drives mm-hmm. you. And I was like, that's exactly right. Because after day three of the clean laundry sitting on the end of the bed, I'm going to go put it away because mm-hmm. it's driving me crazy that it's sitting there. Yeah, I won't look. I just don't look. I see, And sometimes I, I go in. And I'll take a I'll look around and I'll go, um, we need to deal with this. And he'll, yeah. okay. But I know sometimes I know. he does, That's, sometimes he doesn't. Listen, it's a whole thing. I know, I know it's a whole thing. 18. It's crazy. I know. He was, how old was he when we started this podcast? Six? Three. No. Was he? No, four. They were four. Yeah, they were. Oh, Lord have mercy. I know. Think about little voices. Because remember, there's that, we have that one clip of me telling Caroline, like, go play, leave me alone. And remember, I felt so <laughs> Just terrible. go watch a movie. <laughs> go watch a movie. Mommy needs it. Mommy needs to podcast. And I'm like, that's terrible. <laughs> What's not? She, she turned out fine. <laughs> she did. And I was so tired. You forget that there was a time that they were constantly underfoot and mm-hmm. in your space at all times. I know. And I told David yesterday, I said, he's just never home. Like he's mm-hmm. never home, but Mm-mm. they're gone all the time. I know. I know. Okay. So this week it's my turn for five favorites. Okay. Yay. And, um, I, like, I I have thought through these five favorites as I tend to do. I overanalyze, Mm -hmm. but I'm really starting to think too, in terms of we've got graduations coming up. So a couple of these, I think would be, would be nice graduation gifts. Um, here's the first one I want to mention is a sweatshirt that I bought on a whim from Nordstrom because it said it was 100% cotton. Mm. And I feel like 100% cotton, anything is hard to come by in this day of stretchy things. Yes. But I love the way a cotton sweatshirt breathes, especially in the springtime. And this is a Caslin, which is a brand I feel like I've only seen at Nordstrom, but I'm sure it's at other places. Um, A Caslin camo sweatshirt. Um, It comes in all sizes. It, 
it was one of those things where I was like, you know, will I like it? Will it be scratchy or whatever? Mm-hmm. I wore it one day last week and I just all day kept thinking, I don't know when I've enjoyed wearing something so much in a long time. Oh, okay. well, that is high praise. Yeah, it's just so soft and so comfortable and it's mm-hmm. it's cute. Um, the colors are kind of muted, but it's just it's it's fun it it feels like a springtime sweatshirt. I don't know how to okay. describe it, but I love it. I love it a lot. And it's got kind of um, like at the ends of the sleeves, the cuffs aren't your normal sweatshirt size cuffs. They're kind of exaggerated uh-huh. and big. Uh-huh. So it's just got, you know, a couple of little touches like that that elevated a little bit from just a workout sweatshirt. But it's super cute and um, I look forward to when I get to wear it again. Like I really, okay. this morning I thought, can I, should, can I wear that again? I just wore it a few days ago. Can I wear it again? So I may wear it tomorrow to, to, okay. To I love that. Mm-hmm. It's good. Okay, great. Okay. That's a good one. Um, the second thing is there is a book that I got, I don't know, about a month ago. It is a book that is edited by Sarah Bessie. Mm-hmm. And it's called a rhythm of prayer, a collection of meditations for renewal. And it's, um, there are a bunch of different, con- who's upset? Which dog is it's, upset? It's Mabel. She's around on the corner of the, I mean, like, I can't <laughs> even tell you, like somebody's in the front yard. So she's run all the way around the house and mm-hmm. she's barking, but hopefully now she's done. Well, that listen, was, it'll, it's Hazel's turn soon. Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, there are a, a, a bunch of different contributors to this book. There's Barbara Brown Taylor contributes, Amina okay. Brown contributes, um, Aaliyah Joy contributes, just a lot of people that, that people might recognize either from having read Mm -hmm. their books or from Twitter or Instagram or whatever. And it has been for me. And I know that I'm, you know, I'm kind of coming up on this transition as I'm getting ready to leave school, you know, a place I've been for 21 years. Um, So I know I'm, I'm tenderhearted in those ways, just, you know, kind of feels like an end of an era and that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, And it's just been really moving and encouraging to read in the mornings. It's very poetic. Some are essays, some are more um, like poems. And here's really what I love about it is I I don't, I mean, of course it gives a little biography at the end and people from a lot of different faith traditions and denominations and stuff. And what I've thought about over and over again is even if in places where I might not line up theologically with people, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like where we might not go plan a church together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, it's so good to read and, and think about their, their perspectives on Jesus and to see how much they love Jesus and to mm-hmm. learn from what they know to be true about Jesus. And I, so I love just kind of the opportunity to learn from people who might not share my same denominational background or whatever. Um, and they're, they're, I don't know. I feel like it's challenged me in some ways. It, I, it's just, I've loved reading it. So. Okay. I love that. I highly recommend it. If somebody is looking for something to read in the mornings or just to keep in your car, if you need encouragement, I have one friend who said she just sat and read the whole thing okay. at, well. at, when she was waiting at the doctor's office. And I thought, well, like then she's never been more like encouraged mm-hmm. and it's just really beautiful. I, I don't have a poetic writing voice. I don't know if mm-hmm. you know that about me. No, uh, <laughs> you and me both. I don't. From the dawn of time. I just don't, I don't, I don't put things into metaphors well. I don't put things into similes well a lot of times. And so I, when I come across a voice like, like Amina Brown's, um, it, I was just, it laid me out. I, it okay. laid me out. So it's just mm-hmm. beautiful. So yay for that. Okay, that's good. Um, the third thing is um, our friends at Two Funny Girls and we've mentioned these before, but it's really on my radar now for graduation presents. Yeah. They have college campus skyline notepads. I, I keep yes. one of these by my computer. I'm looking at mine right now. Mm-hmm. I wrote a note on it earlier because I know what part of this episode I want to, to make a clip of for Instagram. And, yeah. and so, um, so they're great looking, but they're not for all schools. However, even if the school that you want is not there, um, yeah. They also do notepads for, for each state. And so mm-hmm. you could pick the state where somebody grew up or the state where they're going to college. Um, but it's just you get three notepads. It's a, a great practical gift you could give to girls or to guys. And I love them. 
Yeah, I love ours. We have, Caroline has some, we have some, I love them. They're like a great, they just make me happy every time I see them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're yeah. just abstract enough that somebody who went to, or they're detailed enough that somebody who went to that school or is familiar with that school would go like, ah, oh, that's my school. Um, yeah, they're really fun. Um, the fourth thing is actually, oh, there's Hazel. The fourth thing is actually something mm-hmm. that Melanie sent me. I think it was about this time last year when I was running at a fairly high level of overwhelm. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I tend to, I tend to operate from the perspective that I'm totally fine until I'm not. And I had hit a point where I wasn't because it was just, we had a lot going on with the podcast. I had a lot going on at work and I was, um, in the middle of trying to get the edits done for stand all the way up. And so Melanie very kindly, because she's an encouraging friend, sent me a print from 50 States of beauty is, Oh yeah. You remember this? And the yeah, particular kind of print, she, she, I looked it up because I love the style of it so much. The particular kind of print you sent me, you may not know this. It's called no. American gouache. That's what that oh. style is called. It's I, I looked up the definition, but I can't remember it because I've never heard that word before. Okay. It's just, it's whimsical. It's fun. It's colorful. It's all the things I like. Melanie sent me one for Mississippi and uh, which is where I grew up and they're, they're so great. And so that's another great graduation gift, I think, especially if somebody's yes. going out of state. But anyway, I just really love it. And I, 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 it makes me smile every time I look at it because one, Melanie gave it to me, but two, it is stinking cute. So yeah, they are really cute. Yeah. I kind of fell in love with their stuff. I think it's so cute and bright and just fun. But it's because you like, you didn't even know it, but you like the American gouache style. I, I did. I didn't even know that was a thing, but now I do. And I'm a fan of it. Yes. That is a style that I like. Um, okay. So here's my fifth thing. This, this also could be a really pretty much, I don't know if you want to give somebody a camo sweatshirt, but any, anything else pretty much could be a graduation gift. Yeah. Um, but my friend, David Conrad, I don't know the story of how he found this book, but um, I bought it on my, I mean, I just like on a whim, I was like, I want to read that because it's Uh like a, here's what it's called. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. Okay. And it's by Charles Mackesy. I think I'm saying his last name correctly. Uh And here's all I can tell you about this book is that by page four, I was sobbing like, Oh, okay. Like it hit me. It hit me in my feels, as mm. as the kids would say. Yes. And it's I don't know even know how to explain it. It's his illustrations, mm-hmm. really beautiful, and it's about it's just the conversation that happens between the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, and it's a, a little over a hundred pages, and there's not much to read on each page, mm-hmm. but it's really deep and really good and I love it it's the kind of thing where if it were a rainy afternoon you know yes you might just want to sit down with it again um every page could be a journal prompt it's it's really beautiful and so I would say I I got it on my kindle I would encourage ordering a hardback copy of it because on the kindle you just it's not quite the same I was just really really desperate to read it so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay all right that's a good um that's a good I may get that that sounds good it's it's sweet as it can be and I mean not just for it's not it's not I guess it could be a kid's book but really mm-hmm. it's for grown-ups okay so, I love that it's I all about that. fear okay. and I don't know it's great so okay all right that's good well those are great favorites thanks I don't know. I guess I've just been in a tender-hearted place, so I feel like I've got some tender-hearted favorites this week. But yeah, well, I get that. It's because it's the passage of time. It's yeah. the whole. It's it's it is. Yes, it's the passage of time. Mm-hmm. It just gets to us. It's funny because did I tell you last week that we had t- talked about that we ought to watch Wonder Years as a family, and then Perry was like, "No, we mm-hmm. don't need to watch that as a family." Um, and then on Saturday night, we were sitting and talking and just kind of having a conversation. And I said, so are we not going to watch the wonder years? And Perry was like, you can't watch it right now. He was like, that is a bad call. And I was like, yeah. And Caroline was like, why? And I said, because it's about growing up. And I got got real. Here she goes. Sit. Sorry. (sighs) 
Oh, oh so no. I'm just going to go back to making my mood boards and. <laughs> Whatever gets you through. I kept thinking three. about when I was working on those mood boards. I thought this is one of those things that I can't wait to tell Retha because she's going to tell me I need to get off Canva and start dealing with my real feelings. <laughs> and I already know it. I already know. I know. It. I know she is. She's going to say, huh? So you think that makes it better? Yeah. Okay. So so you pinning all those bedspreads from Urban <laughs> is making you feel like that's going to help you emotionally cope. Yes. Yes, as a matter of fact, I do. Thank you. Thank Golly. you for understanding. But listen, we all cope in our different ways. Bless it. Bless it. I know. Listen, it's hard on a mom. It's hard on a mom. All right. Mm. Well, so just as a reminder, this week on Monday, we released... Today is Monday, but I'm talking about it like it's the past tense. But so yeah. today, Monday, we released the first episode in our bonus series we're doing. It's called Five Questions. This time it's a conversation with Aaron Moon, our friend and writer. And there'll be a new one of those next week. But there will not be a new one of these next week because it's spring break. That's right. We're taking the week off. Yeah. So we're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that, that bonus episode loaded up. And then, um, and then, so we'll also have um, a new Patreon episode later this week, because again, next week, taking the week off. So um, anyway, but we'll be back with our, within the normal rhythm, I guess, not week after next. Yeah, the week after next. If you can keep up with that, then kadoos to you. <laughs> Listen, I can hardly keep up with it. I get it. We're just trying to keep it all together. We are. All right. right. Well, we hope y'all have a great rest of your week and we will talk to you later. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.